I don't know how to save our marriage or at the very least not have her go through with this abortion. I ended the affair in mid-December. We didn't know she was pregnant until just over a week ago. Hey guys, welcome back to the Guiding Mind podcast. I am your host, Eric Almeida, here to dive into another episode where we tackle those burning questions that many of us men face. You know how it is, those moments when you're feeling a bit lost, your mind is telling you that something is wrong and you don't see a path forward. That's what we're here for. As a coach, I'm in the trenches every day working with men who are seeking that compass, that roadmap to becoming the best version of themselves. Whether it's seeing a clear path with your career, hearing from loved ones how much they value you, or feeling a deep sense of purpose, we're going to talk about it all. And if you're looking to support the channel, you can join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash theguidingmind. You get access to a bonus episode each and every week. You can ask your own question that I'll answer here on the podcast and even have private coaching sessions with me where we can really dive into the nitty gritty of whatever challenge you are facing. Once again, all of this is available at www.patreon.com slash theguidingmind. Link in the show notes below. Now, today's questions include, my wife wants an abortion because I had an affair. My girlfriend is disrespecting me by twerking at dance clubs. My girlfriend casually says that she might cheat on me with my best friend. And am I always going to be alone? So let's start with our first question titled, my wife is considering getting an abortion after finding out about my affair. I feel hopeless. We were so happy after finding out she was pregnant unplanned. I had an affair with her ex-best friend. She's now considering getting an abortion after finding out about our past affair. I ended things with her permanently last year in late December. I'm so remorseful for everything I've done. I've told her this and I've done everything I can to show it. I don't know how to save our marriage or at the very least not have her go through with this abortion. I ended the affair in mid-December we didn't know she was pregnant until just over a week ago, uh, which would be uh, mid-January or so. So I hate to say it, dude, but you made a big old mess. And so something contributed to you wanting to have an affair. And something contributed to you wanting to have an affair with her ex-best friend. And there's the history of why she is also the ex-best friend. So you set off a massive bomb in your life. And truthfully, you know, it's up to your wife if she wants anything to do with you after that, because that's, that's pretty unforgivable. I, I'd have a hard time if... If someone did that to me, or if someone did that to the women, you know, my sisters or something like that, that's a rough road to, uh, for, to try to get back to a place of forgiveness on that one. Now, do I think you should do everything in your power to plead with your wife for her not to take out her anger and heartbreak on the child who is completely innocent in all of this and not get the abortion? I think that's a respectful avenue to go down to say, Hey, like I, you know, I fucked up. This was completely my fault. I completely possibly irreparably damaged our marriage, but please don't take, take out my mistake on our child. I think there's a way for you to play that card. 
to basically say to, 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 to remove the innocence of the child from the from the circumstances of that you contributed but is your marriage salvageable from that i don't know that's really up to her because all Something led, something was wrong in the relationship for why you had the affair with the ex best friend. There's a, obviously history there once again that this is this best friend is an ex best friend, and it also sounds like even from what little you said, this was a the 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 affair was prolonged because you said I ended things with her permanently last year in late December, meaning that this was an it sounds like this was an ongoing affair even from that one small little sentence there. So I don't know if your marriage is salvageable from all of this. All I know is, unfortunately, the actions you took to deal with a marriage that wasn't satisfactory, you know, by having an affair was a bad call. And you're going to have to live with those, that, with that, those actions. You can't come back from what you did. But once again, do I think you should do what you can to protect the child from being aborted? because of your actions yes I think I think in I think in all of this you should at least try for that but when it comes to the marriage itself oh God it's it's really up to her if she thinks there's anything left there because obviously something must have been wrong for you to have had an, an affair because affairs don't happen for no reason you know it wasn't like this wasn't you're not saying that this was a you got drunk and did something stupid. This sounds like it was deliberate, even when with what little you said. So I'm sorry, dude, but you made a big old mess and I'm not sure if you're going to be able to come back from this, but at least do what you can to protect the kid. We're going to take a quick break from this episode and ask that you help support the channel by joining our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash theguidingmind. You get to access to a bonus episode each and every week. You can ask your own questions that I'll answer here on the podcast and even have a private coaching sessions with me where we can really dive into the nitty gritty of whatever challenge you are facing. Once again, all of this is available to you at www.patreon.com slash the guiding mind link in the show notes below. And now back to the episode. Okay. Next question. I need advice. My girlfriend openly told me that she is going to go to a club with her friends and twerk. This is at one of the largest clubs in southern Spain where there will be men everywhere. I got upset because I feel disrespected that she would dance like that with other men around. Am I overreacting by telling her that I don't like the idea of her doing that? P.S. I'm not telling her that she can't go or do what she wants. I simply said it makes me feel disrespected. So I think it was a good thing that you said to her and that you shared how you felt that you feel that her dancing in a very sexually explicit way, which is twerking, you know, shaking your ass in that way, makes you feel disrespected that that her doing that is disrespecting your relationship with her. And I also do think that it was good to do it in a way where you didn't forbid her from doing it, that you're kind of, you're basically presenting to her, hey, this makes me feel really uncomfortable. I would prefer that you don't do this, but it's your call. Based on how she responds to that is going to give you an immense amount of insight into how she values the relationship. You've made it very clear that you don't like what she's wanting to do and that it's negatively affecting the relationship. You've made that very clear by saying that you feel disrespected. You get to now see how she responds to that. 
does she respect your input and is willing to not twerk at the dance club or maybe have you come with her to the dance club and twerk with you so that that's shared specifically with you and not just her going out on her own? Or does she feel like her ability to dance in that way is more important than the damage that it's causing to your relationship? You get to see how that plays out. Because if we took this and role reversed it, this would be no different than her feeling disrespected if you, the guy, were going to a strip club. It's it, that might not, that's the same kind of thing because you are dead right. Men go to dance clubs to hook up with women. If there's a woman there who's dancing very sexually explicitly, aka twerking, as an example, those men are going to flock towards her, especially if you're not there. And so she's putting herself in a very vulnerable position to be hit on and to be severely tempted by other men. That's no different than a guy going to a strip club and watching a woman, you know, strip down to nothingness in that kind of environment. And so, at least in my opinion, those, those are very comparable in that kind of way. And so you're going to get a lot of insight into how she feels about your relationship in that kind of way. Because taking the other example of the man going to the strip club, why, would, why is he doing that? Why would a guy go to a strip club if he's in a, if he's happy with the relationship that he has? You know, yeah, you, you, some guys might argue that, oh, it doesn't mean anything. It's just admiring the female form. But like, is going to the strip club and admiring the female form worth you damaging your relationship with the girl you're with? If she feels disrespected or upset by that, by you wanting to do that? The same kind of thing, you know? And so, so you did everything that you could but while respecting her as a, an autonomous woman, but how she responds to that is going to give you a lot of insight into how she feels about the relationship. And if she does do it and she does twerk at the club, you have every right to say that that really upsets you and, and, and convey that that is having a negative consequence on your relationship. And however you, it makes you feel, maybe you don't trust her as much. Maybe you feel like you're not, that you're, by her doing that, it makes you feel like you're not giving her enough or that she doesn't value you. So once again, see what she does. You've done what you could without being, without going too far, without being demanding, which would be going too far and go from there. If she does it, then you then you convey your disappointment in her and how that's affecting you and how it's affecting the relationship. And if she doesn't care or if she ends up saying that she'll do that however she wants, then she's not the right woman for you if she's going to completely disrespect your feelings. Because once again, role reversal, if you were disrespecting her feelings, doing something similar like the strip club example that I gave, she'd have every right to break up with you too. So her actions are going to speak very loudly here. So pay attention to what they are. Okay, 
Next question. We're going to take a quick break from this episode. I'm going to ask for you to like and subscribe. Liking and subscribing helps the channel out a ton. And you happen to, if you happen to know other men in your life who you think would benefit from hearing this kind of guidance and this kind of advice, share it with them. It helps the channel out a ton and I would greatly appreciate it. My girlfriend, 25, asked me, 24, a weird question. Yesterday, me and my girlfriend were watching a reality TV show where in that episode, a guy cheated on his girlfriend with one of the girlfriend's best friends. After the episode ended, my girlfriend asks me, who would you blame if your girlfriend cheated on you with one of your best friends, the friend or the girlfriend? I was initially surprised, but gave the normal answer of, I'd never speak to either of them again. She then proceeds to say, yeah, that's like if I cheated on you with Thomas, Thomas is one of my best friends. I feel weird because I felt this comment was unnecessary, especially because she provided a very specific example. Am I overreacting if I sit her down and address this? So a few things here. Um, you saying I gave the normal answer of I'd never speak to either of them again is not a normal answer, actually. I have heard many people in this kind of situation where they would they would blame one versus the other. They would put more blame on the girlfriend versus the friend or more on the friend versus the girlfriend and many who would say both. So first off, that's not necessarily always normal, though. Honestly, I agree with you. If I would feel betrayed on both ends, both from the friendship side and also from the relationship side, for sure. Her mentioning that comment is kind of giving the real life example in your world of how of how messed up it would be if she did that with your that particular friend Thomas. And what I'm hearing and what you said is that it's making it what I'm sensing is that it's, like you said it makes you feel weird that she said it that way. It's what I'm sensing from that is that she had some kind of insecurity there. Either an insecurity in your friend Thomas that he might do something or an insecurity in her that she might betray you with your friend. So are you overreacting to talk to her about this? No, I don't think so, actually. I think it would actually be a very mature thing for you to bring this up. The key is how. So you, so if, if you want to have this conversation with your girlfriend, I would highly advise for you to present it in a way of like, hey, when you mentioned the whole, it would be like cheating on my friend with Thomas, I feel weird when you said that. It makes me feel uncomfortable that you even may have thought of doing that. And to me, make, make it really clear of owning that this is you feeling that, you know, like these are your feelings that are coming up and it probably has almost, it might have nothing to do with her. And so bring it up. I, I would bring it up if, if you feel so called to do it and to clear the air. Because if you don't say anything, because, but this feeling is there, it's going to fester and it's going to turn into insecurity and then you're going to lose trust in her. So the adult and mature thing to do is for you to have a, to have a very upfront conversation with her and to convey the fact that that comment made you feel really uncomfortable. And, and makes you question, assuming that's true, I don't want to put words in your mouth, makes you question the loyalty that she has to you and potentially any interest you may have in Thomas or vice versa. So, so yes, I do think you should have the conversation, but you need to be very tactful and own the fact 
that you're the one feeling weird about it and that it, and and that you're looking for input from her to and to convey that that made you feel weird and uncomfortable that's the key you need to own your feelings on this one and not accuse her otherwise she's going to get defensive it's going to turn into a fight so but yeah have the conversation it's the, that is the mature thing to do to clear the air because it will only fester from there inside of you and it will come back and haunt you later okay next question is it normal that I have never been in a relationship? Hello, I will turn 23 in a few days and I have never been in a loving relationship. Is this normal? P.S. I'm a man. I'm not an introvert. I have friends with both men and women. I try always, but I find myself in the friend zone. What do you think about my situation? I'm starting to be afraid of spending my life alone, especially that in a few years, my friends will build their own families and then I will feel the aloneness. So is this normal for a contemporary society as a 23-year-old male that you've never been in a relationship? It is normal. It's becoming more common that men are engaging in less relationships today than they have in the past. So, and so is it normal? Yeah, it is becoming more normal. Does that mean that 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 being normal in this way is a good thing for you? No, it's uh, like you said, it's it's bothering you. And so this is one of those situations where being average or being normal is not where you want to be. And so what do you do about this? You know, what what can you do with yourself in that kind of situation? First off, you got to give yourself a little bit of grace that in today's contemporary world, as a young man, 23, that it is much harder to get into a relationship. You know, the standards are are being set a lot higher and there's a lot more bullshit out there about what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, what are good things to do in dating, what are not. And that puts an immense amount of pressure on a guy to put himself out there to try to connect with women romantically, but still dance the delicate line of not being inappropriate and God forbid not getting me tooed over something. And it's it's intimidating a lot of men and thus putting them into, this, into the, the sidelines. So first off, and I've said this so many times before, and I'm going to keep saying it. If you connect with a woman and your intention is for it to be romantic, so you didn't know her before, and then the romantic connection doesn't happen, and you get friend-zoned, end the relationship, period. Like, don't be friends with someone you wanted to date if there was no relationship before that. Remove her, because that's only going to be torture for you, and she's going to get from you some components of being in a romantic relationship without you getting what you're looking for in return. It, be, it creates an uneven relationship where she doesn't have to give you the romantic part, but she still gets the friendship and the connection and stuff like that. That's not fair to you. That's not fair to us as men. For you know, Women tend to do that, I believe, out of kindness because they don't want to be so harsh of being like, no, I don't want to date you and I don't want to ever see you ever again. But from a male, from a man's perspective, you want to set that boundary and say, no, 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 like, I'd like to date you. If you don't want to date me, I respect that, but I don't want to be your friend. Like, I'm not looking for a friend here. I'm looking for a girlfriend. So enforce those boundaries there. 
Um, and then otherwise, you just have to continue to put yourself out there. You know, you need to find whatever methodology that you prefer when it comes to meeting women and becoming romantic. You could go down the dating app route and then just having to play that game to, to, to the best of your ability. And or you could go down the route of meeting women organically, you know, going to doing activities that you enjoy doing that fulfill you, activities that you have some semblance of skill in, and then meeting women there who can see you excel in those skills. That could be sports, that could be music, that could be art, artistic endeavors like painting or whatever. But pick something that you enjoy, that's a genuine hobby of yours that you have, and that there is the potentiality of other women being there. Because then you'll end up meeting women who have similar interests, which is the foundations of any relationship, romantic or not. And then you can then, you they can see you excel at that interest, whatever it is, which tends to be very appealing to women. They find that attractive, that level of excelling in that way. And then you can then continue to try to ask women out and seeing what happens and go down that kind of path. Uh, more specifically on the dating side, if you're going to go down the dating app world, the guidance I usually give on that in that regard is to be very strategic with the dating profile. Make sure the pictures are within the past six months. Uh, make sure there are no other human beings in the pictures at all. Make sure every picture has you in it. And make sure that the first picture that is seen is you, three quarters profile, nice smile, nice attire, like what you would wear on a first date. So maybe not so far as business casual, but like the, the nicer things that you would wear, you smiling straight onto the camera and then have the other pictures on the dating profile show different parts of your personality and interests that you have. If you're a nerdy guy, so show some nerdy things. If you're, if you're a hiker, show yourself hiking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if you're in good physique, show it without it being gratuitous. Otherwise, all you're going to get are people who want it, women who want to have sex with you, which that's what you want. Go for it. But in this example, he wants a relationship, you know, and you're going to have to be patient on the dating apps because most women are going to get hit up with lots and lots of men and get matched a lot with men, but the reverse isn't as common. So the, the dating apps are certainly a longer term play, but once again, your dating profile needs to be honed as much as possible. And even if it like literally get friends of yours to take pictures of you, if you want to even go as far as having professional photos taking of you, you could do that. You know, is it necessary? Not, not really, but hey, if you have them, use them. Um, but it, it's it's about putting yourself out there and being very intentional about what you're looking for and being very intentional about what you don't want. You have plenty of friends. You don't need more friends. You want a girlfriend. Make that clear when you're looking for one. And if someone, like I said, if someone wants to friend zone you, don't let them. Set the boundary there. If you enjoyed this content and you're looking for more videos just like this one, click over here. I have lots more videos of me commenting on men looking for advice.